just one of those days. I didn't realize it waking up or even during my morning swim. But it emerged soon enough, and I knew with rising fears that this would be a blue Monday. I'm not prone to bad days or lamenting when bad things, stuff not working, happen to good people, me. But that Monday calls for a reckoning. From getting out of bed in the morning until returning to the safety of my covers at night, that Monday was not one of my better days. Now, you may not need to hear any of this since you might have had your own dill pickle of a day that might make mine seem like a picnic. But these are my essays, and I get to vent however I want. It all began upon the discovery that Katie was feeling ill. She had a bad cold, but when coupled with her other usual symptoms, she might as well have been down for the count. That meant extra attention to be paid all day, a requirement that actually wouldn't be so bad. After all, she's Katie, and I love tending to her. And our plans for a day are never static anymore. When I stepped outdoors to walk dog Cooper, I discovered that the temperature really had dipped down to 16 degrees with a stout wind chill into the sub-zero range. I live in the Midwest in winter, so there should have been no surprise, but I was surprised and cold. My aching back, which had been performing exceptionally well over a span of several weeks due to some new meds, suddenly decided that it preferred the chronic pain to which it had become accustomed. On the preceding Wednesday, the pain returned as if the meds were actually laced with arsenic, and I began to wonder if Katie had some nefarious plan in mind to get even with me for pushing fluids so hard. I needed to bend over on the dog walk no fewer than 13 times to alleviate the discomfort on our hike. Cooper wondered what I was studying so closely on the ground each time I bent over. When I came back home and thawed for a bit, I visited Katie, who had remained in bed. Smart girl. She was only half awake and signaled that she'd like some music. So for the next 10 minutes, I tried to get our Bose Wave Radio to play her favorite Sleepy Time CD with no success. So much for high quality audio. As a plan B, I turned on a smart TV in the bedroom, one fed by Amazon's Fire Stick, and which has, supposedly, the capacity to stream Sirius XM radio. After wasting 15 minutes on that effort, I went to Plan C, which called upon our whole house audio with a speaker in the bedroom to soothe Katie's tired mind. Unfortunately, the CD player, which feeds the speakers, did not work, and all she heard were screeching sounds, both from the CD player and from me. My mood not to be defeated, I retreated to the relative safety, I thought, of my office. 
It was in this secure space that I discovered an inability to get through to Mayo Clinic's patient portal to inform them of the bizarre departure of relief from their medication. Maybe they knew what I was about to report and jimmied the portal. But I never was able to gain access there for reporting until late in the day after everyone had gone home. In the meantime, I received an email message from a potential publisher who reached out for the third time to determine why I had not responded to her company's acceptance of our book manuscript. I wrote back to report for the third time, precisely articulating, I thought, that I had elected to use a different company. Thinking the matter was concluded, I was astonished to find yet another inquiry about the matter in the afternoon. Later in the day, I stepped outdoors to fetch the mail, hoping that I might find some uplifting news or an unexpected check. But all I got for my efforts was cold. Again, I eagerly thumbed through the envelopes until I came across one from the local law office, the one I have used for various matters over the years. I had consulted with them a month earlier concerning the future sale of our Madeline Island property and how we could avoid simply putting it up on the general market. I had explained to them carefully, I thought, that I could not afford to simply donate the property, but that I hoped for a sale to Native American interests or an environmental group if such was possible. After an hour of conversation with them and a month of waiting for some hopeful update, I fell into my chair to read the letter concerning my desire to donate our property. It was the crown upon a perfect day. I hesitated to ask out loud what more could misfire due to my fear that the question might be answered. So I took solace in the observation that Katie was starting to feel better and sound less like Boris Karloff. And the next day would be Tuesday, always a more friendly day of the week. <laughs>